0: everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our new moon forecast. So we are going to talk about what the new moon represents, auspicious activities for the new moon, how this is going to impact the globe, and then how this may impact you individually. I'm going to do the personal horoscopes for this one. So What is the new moon? First of all, I want to say the new moon is taking place on September 17th, 2020, around 5.24 a.m. Central Standard Time. So depending on where you live, that's going to change a little bit. Um, I am in Austin, Texas, and I am also a sidereal Vedic astrologer. So if you follow Western astrology, this is not going to be correct, and you're going to wonder what I'm talking about. So sidereal astrology. When the moon is new... This is a very low energy time. It is a time to turn inward, to reflect, to rest. When the moon is full, the moon has all of the light from the sun. It's standing out in the public. It's wanting to be seen and stand out and shine. When it's new, it's a little introverted. It needs some space. It wants to rest. It doesn't really want to be the center stage. and. It's such a powerful time to meditate. Maybe spend time alone, have some downtime, do self-care practices. Of course, it's also such a powerful time to set intentions. The way that I've described it before is that when the moon is new, it's not receiving any light from the sun. It's at its darkest possible point. So the only place it can go is up and growing up towards the light of the sun. And so anything that we plant in this seed is going to be watered and harvested and has its most highest potential to grow. I want to say it's the last new moon before Rahu and Ketu change nodes. And so Rahu and Ketu stay in signs for 18 months. When they complete a cycle, it's a pretty big deal. And so this is our last new moon before Rahu and Ketu move into the signs of Taurus and Scorpio. So I highly recommend taking time to set an intention for the next 18 months. What would you like to see? Maybe even envisioning who you'll be in the next 18 months, what you're going to do and achieve and create. And then how can you get there? What steps are you going to take? very practical goals. This new moon is going to be in the sign of Virgo and Virgo is very practical and it's going to also be with Mercury, which we're going to get into, but this is going to ask us to make really solid concrete intentions. Where do we want to go? If we don't have a destination, we can't get anywhere. So very clearly seeing your destination, where do you want to go? What are practical steps you're going to take? What in your life is keeping you from getting there? You can list three or five things. What is keeping you from getting there? And then what skills do you have to get there? Three or five, again, what skills and talents do you have that you can reach this goal? Writing it out, making it concrete, making it grounded. Virgo is going to love that. I highly recommend writing it out, making it structured, being super practical right reachable goals real goals accomplish like things that you can accomplish with your intention this new moon is going to take place in uttara falguni and if you've listened to my podcast on uttara falguni you know that the deity is ariman and this is the deity that rules over patronage and being generous Helping other people, being charitable. There's so much emphasis on connecting to those around us in a harmonious way. And now there are a few other astrological things that are going to be asking us not to be. So it's a very interesting dichotomy that we're going to discuss. But I'm just focusing on the new moon for a moment, auspicious activities are going to include donating, acts of charity anything to serve the people around you, acting with diplomacy, trying to help people if they need it, and also asking for help if you need it. Because when we ask for help, or if someone someone else asks for help, there's this connection that occurs between people. It's an interdependence. So allowing the opportunity for interdependence to occur. Less auspicious activities are going to be disharmony, acting irrationally, acting with anger and frustration, anything that's going to cause a disconnection. And so one of the things that I think about with connection or disconnection is understanding. And so kind of moving into all of the other configurations we have churning in the cosmos, it's not going to be an easy time to be diplomatic and to be even keeled. The energy right now is pretty intense. It's pretty heated. People are going to be acting, wanting to act irrationally. When we look to understand, when we try to understand the people around us, and then we start to, right? Something happens, we start to understand why someone is acting a certain way or saying a certain thing. It's like a massive relief and maybe you can relate with me on this, but there, just imagine someone, a time where there was someone who you didn't like initially, and then you kind of began to understand them, and you see that feeling of disdain diminished. I feel like almost anyone can relate with this on some level. When there's someone that we don't like, for whatever reason, and we just like, do not want to be near them. We don't want to hear them talk. Like everything that they do just annoys us. And then there's just a day where we see an interaction or we learn something about their past or something happens to where we begin to understand why that person is the way that they are. And then it's just like, oh, I didn't know that that was happening to that person. I didn't understand that this was a factor in their life. I I feel like I understand more. And then all of a sudden, compassion arises within us. And that heavy weight of the shield and sword that we were carrying around around them, we can just kind of put on the ground. And it's just like, oh, okay, I can rest, I can relax. In my opinion, it feels really good. It feels really good to try to understand the people around us. Anger and frustration hurts its host the most, right? The person who's carrying around anger and frustration and resentment, it's only hurting them. It's not hurting anybody else. It's not doing any good, but it's living in you and it's weighing you down and it's acting as poison from the inside out in a lot of ways. And of course, anger and frustration and fury and volatility, these are all human emotions. And so it's not like we should shame ourselves for feeling them or judge other people for feeling them. Not at all. That's not at all what I'm suggesting. But over a period of time, if we're holding on to that same anger or that same frustration and nothing is moving and it's staying stagnant, that's when things can start to turn kind of ugly and not enjoyable anymore, right? It feels bad. It weighs on us. And I think that a solution to that in many ways is working to understand Because once we can understand, we can automatically have that compassion. So in this time period, no matter how much we disagree, no matter how incredibly ridiculous we think somebody is being, is it possible to understand where they're coming from? We don't have to agree with them at all. It doesn't mean that you're changing your opinion or your perspective. It's just kind of getting where they're coming from a little bit. That is going to be paramount in these next couple of months. So maybe setting an intention to be more patient, maybe a little bit more kind, and you know, allowing other people to have their thoughts and opinions and not let it touch you. It doesn't matter what they think or what they feel. It doesn't change who you are. That's them. So that was a little bit about the new moon. So the new moon is going to be with the planet Mercury, and Mercury is great for making structured plans for our intentions and it's also very organized it's a great time to organize the house if you just feel like staying in organizing getting rid of anything you don't need anymore um putting things away making sure they're in order but mercury is also going to make things overly analytical and maybe even a little overly communicative. So we may feel the impulse to share everything that we're thinking and feeling. I would recommend thinking twice. Think twice before vocalizing your opinion. Um, Your mind may be moving really quickly and um, just kind of going off a little bit to these other planets. There may be some anxiety Venus, which is our planet of diplomacy, is being aspected by Mars and Saturn. It's a lot. It's a lot of energy on Venus, who is our interpersonal relationships, our romance, beauty, and diplomacy, our ability to get along with other people in a lot of ways. So something that I mentioned on Instagram is that one of the ideas behind self-mastery and mastering our own mind Is being able to experience a stimulus in between experiencing a stimulus and responding. That little gap in between is where self mastery is attainable. We feel a stimulus and instead of immediately reacting, we pause. And we ask ourselves, how would the highest version of myself respond to this? What is my authentic response to this? And then rather than coming from a place of reactivity, of anger, frustration, defensiveness, the desire to control something even, we can respond from a place of clarity and even a space of respect for ourselves because we're giving ourselves time to respond from an authentic place rather than reacting from one of these lower places in us, which we should have a lot of compassion for because we all have them. But self-mastery is that. It's it's finding that gap between stimulus and response, wedging ourselves in between it and responding from a place of clarity and authenticity. And I think that we are going to have many opportunities to practice this, and it is a practice. Sometimes we'll nail it. Something will happen to us, we'll feel rage ignite within us, and then we'll pause. And then we'll take a second, we'll take two minutes to breathe and to contemplate, and then we can respond um, with that clarity. And then, you know, five minutes later, something else may happen. We may snap and then we go off and we get angry and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you're never going to be able to achieve this. It's a, it's a muscle just like everything else. So we keep flexing it. It keeps getting stronger. And the more that we flex it over time, the easier this is going to become. And so Rahu will be in the next Shatra of Murgashira because Murgashira spans between Gemini and Taurus. So that retrograde Mars is being really heavily activated. Once again, Venus is getting hit by two planets. There's a lot happening that is going to test our patience, especially with other people and in our our interpersonal relationships, which could be on social media with our friends and family. There's just going to be the opportunity to disagree. There's going to be a lot of passion. Really try to come from that stable place working towards mastery over the mind i believe in you i know that you can do it and so two days later rahu and Ketu are going to move into the signs of taurus and scorpio if you're interested in learning more about how that's going to impact you you can listen to my podcast on it i do all 12 signs so i hope that this was helpful i'm going to move in toward into the personal horoscopes signs 1 through 12 Let's see if I can keep this below. If I can do this, no, I'm not going to be able to do this in 20 minutes, but hopefully I can do this under 25 minutes. So if you are a Aries ascendant, this is going to be occurring in your sixth house. So, you know, Aries is going through a lot of transformation and there may be transformations at work in a way. You may be really focusing on work, the people at work, You may be trying to communicate your ideas to your coworkers at this time. I think it's a really auspicious time to communicate clearly and really take your time with that communication, particularly in the workplace because I think that that's where you're going to be feeling a little bit extra energy. So the way that you present yourself, be grounded, be rational, be organized everything is going to be so much easier if you can manage to do that, which I know it's not always easy. Also your health may be on your mind. So taking time to exercise, it is a new moon. So the energy is going to be lower, maybe schedule a massage for the 17th. Just do something that feels really healing. If you are a Taurus ascendant or a Taurus moon, you can read this from either. This New moon is going to be taking place in your fifth house. It's a wonderful time to turn inwards to your creativity. You may feel extremely creative on this day. So taking time to write in a journal, reflect, maybe even learn something new or spend time studying. It's also a good time to spend time with children. Overall, great time for creativity and communicating your ideas. If you are a Gemini ascendant or a Gemini moon, This new moon is going to take place in your fourth house. So especially for you, great time for being at home, being a homebody, spending time refreshing your inner sense of stability. And we were talking about the new moon being an auspicious time to set intentions and be structured, particularly for you. So really taking time to sit with yourself write out your intentions, do personal reflection, take personal inventory. What occurred in the last 18 months that you are done with? And what would you like to create in the next 18 months that will bring a sense of harmony to your life? If you are a cancer ascendant or a cancer moon, this is going to be taking place in your third house. So third house is, of course, our brothers and sisters. It's also our skills and our courage Maybe taking time to reflect on, first of all, how you present to the outer world in media. You may feel the urge to publicize your voice in some way, to, to really speak your mind. Um, and really take time to think with clarity before publishing anything. Because though Mercury is exalted, again, sometimes it can move really fast. And when the moon is new, it can be a little fragmented. So really spend time with what you're choosing to communicate. For reflection, you may consider reflecting on the past 18 months, what were areas of your life that you didn't act with courage? Where you felt like you were too nervous to stand up for something or to do something or to make moves towards something? And then reflect on what you were incredibly brave with. What did you use your willpower to do? What did you create and change and manifest and what would you like to continue manifesting in the next 18 months Um, particularly around your willpower and your courage what may be limiting beliefs what are beliefs you have in yourself that are keeping you from attaining your goals and then let them go we don't need those anymore if you are a leo ascendant or a leo moon This new moon is going to be occurring in your second house. So this is a wonderful time to get your finances together, to reflect on finances and how they've been for you. It's also a really good time to reflect on how you use your voice. Have you been speaking from a place of sincerity and authenticity? If you are a Virgo ascendant or a Virgo moon, this is pretty special. So our last new moon is occurring in your first house. And when I say the last new moon, I mean before this next karmic cycle. This is a very powerful time to set intentions for the self, for who you are and who you want to become in the next 18 months, maybe again, kind of reflecting on What went wrong in these past 18 months? What happened? And what was within your control? What did you play into? And moving forward, what changes can you make to create this life and this self that you really want? And again, it's a great time to donate, to do charitable acts, to just kind of harness those qualities of being humble And generous and kind, you know, harnessing that energy of patronage. If you are a Libra ascendant or a Libra moon, this new moon is going to be occurring in the 12th house. So this is a really good time for meditation, for spending time alone, for reflecting. Your mind is probably going to be moving really fast. Um, Take time to nurture yourself. Really love yourself down. Um, get your favorite food, get your favorite drinks, get a massage, get acupuncture, schedule something for yourself that's going to feel very nurturing because Venus is also your first house ruler right? and it's getting hit by Venus and Saturn so you may just feel a little off kilter, you may feel a little under pressure, a little heated just take some time to do those cooling practices, maybe alternate nostril breathing, again meditation get a massage and Definitely spend time in reflection. You may spend time writing, reflecting. It doesn't necessarily need to have a specific purpose. Um, You may allow yourself to be more creative, but I think that spending time writing, you'll actually surprise yourself. You may get something really nice out of it. If you are a Scorpio ascendant or a Scorpio moon, this new moon is going to be occurring in the 11th house. So lots of emphasis on network circles and friends at this time. There may be some heat around these areas. So bring that energy of diplomacy. Be the one to encourage understanding amongst people, encourage dialogue, share ideas, really try to be that person for your network circles and your friends. Of course, your first house ruler is retrograding. So you may also feel kind of out of sorts. You may feel a little bit scattered. So... Also, take time to care for yourself and nurture yourself. If any health issues come up, certainly do go get them checked out. Um, As I mentioned with Libra, take some time for those cooling practices. If you are a Sagittarius ascendant or a Sagittarius moon, this new moon is going to be occurring in your 10th house, all around your career. Lots of thought on your career, what you want to create with your career, and where you want to go. Try not to make any decisions in this time. You're going to feel a lot of fluctuation, more than likely, about your career. But with the exalted Mercury there, it's a good time for planning. So you may kind of take time to plan your goals with your career, where you would like to go with your career, and setting the intentions for your career. Just maybe not making any rash decisions, really taking time to think things through. If you are a Capricorn ascendant or a Capricorn moon, this new moon will be occurring in your ninth house. Wonderful time to reflect on practices, spiritual practices, teaching. Notice for the last 18 months, what teachings may have been outdated for you. Things that you observed and practiced, but maybe they just don't resonate the same way anymore. Reflect on where you want your spiritual practices to go or where you want your education to go, what you would like to learn. And you may take time mapping that out. This is huge, this is like your dharma and your path in life. What do you want to create? If you are an Aquarius moon or an Aquarius rising, this is going to be occurring in the eighth house, definitely take time to meditate. Huge opportunity for psychological breakthroughs here. Um, There may be some of that disturbance of the mind. You may feel like things are moving a little quickly taking time for meditation is certainly going to help that. And taking time to reflect on the last 18 months and notice what some scars, right? Some scars are these emotional wounds that kind of travel with us that can become easily outdated. And somebody actually mentioned to me recently, some scars aren't always bad, but the bad some scars are the ones we want to focus on and we want to shed. So notice what negative impressions from the past are carrying with you and what you can let go of and how your life would look if you didn't have any of this fear or anxiety or hurt traveling with you from the past because the eighth house is also anxiety and fear. It can be. So what type of life would you create for the next 18 months if you weren't carrying those samskaras or those emotional burdens and please definitely meditate on this day if you are a Pisces ascendant or a Pisces moon this full moon excuse me this new moon is going to be occurring in your seventh house of relationships so of course all around relationships definitely a great time for you to act with diplomacy um, caring for those around you which you're already so good at and focusing on the relationships, what type of intimate partnerships or business partnerships do you want to create and draw in for the next 18 months? Focusing on in detail, what type of people you want to connect with, how they're going to help you, how you are going to help them, how you can act in interdependence. It's a great time to reflect on how relationships may have not served you super well in the last 18 months. What happened? maybe how you played into it, and what you can do differently, how you can act and how you can be to draw in these really powerful relationships and business partnerships. So I hope that this was helpful. I'm almost at 26 minutes, so I guess I'll just have to try again next time. But. If you would like to schedule a reading with me and talk in depth about how these upcoming transits are going to impact you individually, you can schedule yourself at innerknowing.yoga. If you have additional questions, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. Please follow my Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, where I also do full and new moon forecast and on Twitter where I hardly ever post, but sometimes I do, astrologynow underscore. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.